Hi there. This is Marie T. Russell, publisher of Inner Self. Welcome to the Inner Self audio version of Separation and Isolation versus Community and Compassion, written by Lawrence Duchin, author of A Book on Fear, Feeling Safe in a Challenging World. Chapter 21, Community. Quote, at the end of life, we will not be judged by how many diplomas we have received, how much money we have made, how many great things we have done. We will be judged by, quote, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was naked and you clothed me. I was homeless and you took me in, End quote. Mother Teresa. Being in a forced type of isolation like we have been with the coronavirus crisis may not seem like a blessing, but it has forced us to be still and go inside ourselves. At the same time, it has allowed us to see how we are truly linked as one humanity, for we are all undergoing the same experience. We are meant to be social creatures living and helping each other as one community. Doing this through technology is better than not at all, but it immerses us in a false world, and it's not the same as being in physical relationships in the natural world. As shown by the Mother Teresa quotation, community puts us in a place to look after each other. Community and empathy are closely interlinked, as community means not only physical, but also emotional support and bonding. The coronavirus crisis has naturally created empathy because we can understand exactly what most everyone else is going through. When we are in community, we automatically fall into service to those in need because we know them and see their need up close versus judging someone from afar and condemning them. Community comes from the Latin for fellowship, meaning with unity. Compassion comes from the Latin suffer together. We have a passion to help those with whom we share unity and suffering. This is our God DNA and will arise naturally with great joy unless we have suppressed our spirit. It has only been very recently in our history that we have not lived as family units. Many people have moved every few years for their career. My wife and I built our house almost 30 years ago, and all four of our children have grown up in this house. When our children are in difficult circumstances, regardless of where they are living in the world, they can come back and sleep in their childhood bedroom. Sleeping in their childhood house is grounding for them and allows them to go back out and face a world which has become very tough. Before coronavirus, many in business chose to take new opportunities and climb the corporate ladder by moving every few years, which has consequences both positive and negative. Will this desire be as strong when we come out of this experience? Many grandparents do not live in the same city as their grandchildren. When we lived together, the grandparents were considered elders because they had accumulated wisdom. While the parents worked, the kids were raised by the grandparents and other elders in the family and community. It was a system that worked well, and we had wise and open young adults ready to use their gifts for the whole. Now we have marginalized the elderly and stuck them in retirement communities instead of gleaning their wisdom and having them continue to contribute. Our society is paying the price. No wonder so many are depressed. Again, someone doesn't accumulate wisdom because they are a YouTube sensation, can code an app at age 22, or because they can throw a football well. This is popularity and adulation, not wisdom. 
Community is also in our DNA. When we lived as hunter-gatherers, and even when we moved into agrarian communities, if we were kicked out of the group, we would die. So we each have a fear around this. Many allow this fear to control them and do anything so that they will be liked, including giving their power and authority to others. But we are being called to stand on our own two feet, as well as to be part of communities in which everyone is empowering everyone else, and where love, respect, and gratitude are forefront. This is, we hope, what will come out of the crisis we are in. The workplace is another community, but it's a critical one, because we spend so many hours in this community setting. Ideally, we will see many changes in this arena since it's geared to separation and a profit mentality. Thich Nhat Hanh said, I love to sit and eat quietly and enjoy each bite, aware of the presence of my community, aware of all the hard and loving work that has gone into my food, end quote. Most companies are not preparing food together, but they are aligned in a common goal, hopefully one of making a product or doing a service that's of great help to others. As part of this, CEOs and leaders must search for the elders in their companies and give them greater roles, giving employees the ability to access their wisdom, both business and personal. Maybe they can write blogs or have community gatherings. Business can be so much more in terms of reflecting the true nature of community and bringing us together as one. Functioning true communities understand that no one in the community is better than another and that everyone must be provided for. The queen bee cannot do her job or even be fed without all of the workers. Communities truly function as a whole unit. Being of service and doing works for our communities can mean any number of things from uplifting the world with light and prayer, to showing up at a rally, to providing financial assistance to one individual. All are important. God will lead you in the way that you can best serve, and this may change over time. But we must do service from the perspective of, quote, be in the world but not of the world, end quote. As we help others, we hold the highest perspective that we are all one, and those we are helping are not victims. They are temporarily experiencing difficult circumstances. When we see them as a part of God and ourselves, this will help them to see themselves in the same way. And this is ultimately the answer out of their circumstances. When we consider something like reparations for historical wrongs, are we reinforcing the idea of separation and victimhood? And are those who are giving, assaging their guilt, which is also reinforcing separation? We can't change the past. What we can do is acknowledge that certain actions and perspectives in the past came from a separatist view, and this did not serve individuals, groups, and especially the whole of humanity. If we stay in condemnation, hate, and victimhood, aren't we creating a future that is the same as the past? We create a different future when we each become a vessel of love and compassion which will raise the whole vibration of humanity and allow others to recognize also that they are one. When we finally understand at a deep level that we are inherently one community, we will no longer see through the eyes of separation and we will no longer live in fear. Main takeaway. Community connects us and helps us to see from a unity perspective. Question. What can you do to foster more community in your workplace or other settings? One candle can throw off a lot of light in a darkened house. This article was read by Lawrence Duchin and excerpted from his book, A Book on Fear, 
feeling safe in a challenging world. We hope that you have enjoyed this article. For over 30 years, we at Inner Self have sought to encourage new attitudes and new possibilities. For more inspiration, visit us at InnerSelf.com. Thank you. <music>